I have this weird desire to meet everyone in the world, just once. I know it's impossible, but the desire's there. I think part of why Father told me to start this podcast is to partially satisfy that desire. I met so many cool people along the way. Take this week's guest, for example. I don't think I would have talked to Patricia without the context of this podcast. Now we're friends and talking to our significant others about going on a double date. Patricia has an interesting story. She experienced this deep feeling of belonging from an important childhood memory. It was so powerful, she felt that other children should feel and experience it too. She decided to do something about it. And now, children from around the world get the same chance to feel like they belong and to know that that feeling is what God always wanted them to feel. Maybe someone should start a nonprofit to remind adults that they belong. I think there are a lot of adults that forget that they do. Just an idea. Let's start the show. Hey, welcome to Chasing the Kingdom, where our goal is to provide hope and wisdom for spirit-led entrepreneurs. I'm John Balawit, and I believe God wants to use entrepreneurs to make the world better. Romans 8.19 says that the world is decaying and groaning for the revealing of God's sons and daughters. And that means the world needs you. And there are problems that can't be solved until you step into your God-given identity. If you want to stir up those gifts, then you're in the right place. Let's get hyped up for today's show. So this week on the show, we have my friend, my new friend, Patricia Morris. I feel like I know you for for years already. We've had some really cool conversations. Um, and I, uh, I'm i just honored to have you in the show, Patricia. Welcome. Oh, John, thank you so much. I'm really honored to be here. And it, I don't like small talk. And I just really enjoy that we went deep really fast. We did go deep. Are you an introvert? Don't tell me you're an introvert. Are you an introvert? Not a not a single ounce of my body is an introvert. So really, okay. Because usually introverts don't like the small talk. <laughs> no, I I am not um, an introvert. I'm an outgoing. I'm very outgoing, but I really do enjoy just the deep conversations. I don't like wasting time, you know, and I think yeah. they went deep fast and I really enjoy it. So, and I feel so comfortable talking to you. So I think this is going to be great. Right. Uh, uh, for those of you who, 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 who the listeners, we, um, I always like, she's a new friend really. And, and I don't let just anyone onto this show. Um, this show really is a worship unto God for me. Um, I'm not doing it to make money. I'm not doing it to like promote myself. Um, I was, I, I'm doing it to obey. And so like, I'm very careful with who I allow on the show. I even have people, I was telling Patricia, I have people like asking to be in the show and, and I'm like, no, you know, but I saw something in her. I saw like God showed me something in her and um, showed me that she's an entrepreneur and uh, she actually has founded a ministry called Birthday Blessings. Um, but before we go into that, because uh, you're going to explain all that stuff, like, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, you you have these investments, you have these things that you're doing, but, you know, they were not easy. You had kind of a journey. So 
what journey did God take you into, you know, doing what you are now today? Well, John, that is really um, a loaded question because it's like, okay, where do I, where do I even begin? Um, I, I believe that I'm going to start with my salvation story because, and I'll make it quick so we can get to the business aspect, but you know, I was- Don't feel you have to. Okay. Reflow. <laughs> this, is, this is your show right now. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's go. So I was just depressed. I, I, I felt like I had the, the perfect life, you know, like I had the perfect family, a great job. I was in software sales, um, two adorable little girls, you know, um, a husband and, you know, nice house, nice cars. I thought I had it all, but I was actually so broken inside and I was really hurting. I would cry myself to sleep and I went to a therapist who uh, said, we need to find what is missing in your life. And I'm like, missing? Like, what is missing in my life? And that just took me in a journey. I was like, and, you know, the people that used to come and clean my house, they, I didn't realize that they were praying for me, that, they, that the Lord had sent them there on an assignment to pray for my soul. So as, um, this Brazilian couple, I'm Brazilian, by the way. So when this Brazilian couple would come and clean and make my bed, um, the wife would, you know, pray over my pillow and ask the Lord to save my soul. And their Brazilian church was doing a, a counter weekend. And they said, uh, write down the names of the people that you want to see come to Christ, come to this, you know, encounter. They wrote my name. And one day, you know, while they were at my house, I was just venting to them. I was just really angry and going through some stuff. And the husband was bold enough to say, you need to have an encounter with God. And I was a Catholic girl from Brazil who went to Catholic school, would go to church and sit there and like, really? Like, and I was like, an encounter with God, what does that look like? So I went to this church retreat and sure enough, I had an encounter with the Lord. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior on a Saturday night and I got filled with the Holy Spirit on Sunday speaking in tongues and and then I'm like, whoa, like it's like that depression left, that oppression immediately was broken. And I was like, wow, like God, you have saved me, you have healed me. What do you want to do? What can I do for you? What can I, you know, you have set me free. So I just really got in this mode, like, what can I do? What can I do for you? And I would drive to work and I would ask the Lord that question until one day at church, the pastor was challenging us. What kind of life do you want to live? Do you want to li live a life that's just about you or do you want to serve the community? I said, I want to serve the community, but I had no idea how to do that because before then I was so selfish. I was just thinking about me and my family, but I was part of a small group. And the lady in, in of the, the, the lady of, uh, of the house, she had an idea of doing a birthday party in a bag. So getting all the party supplies for a birthday and dropping it off at a homeless shelter close to where I lived. And I'm like, wait a minute, there is a homeless shelter in our town. You know, in Brazil, you get to see homeless people on the street. But, you know, in, in McKinney, Texas, um, they lived in, you know, in a shelter. And I was like, I did not know that there was about 800 children that were considered homeless um, in my town. And that was just like really eye-opening to me. So I had a immediately I had flashback the Lord just reminded me how important my you know my, my childhood birthday parties were my parents 
uh, were divorced, you know, when I was five, we lived apart. My dad lived six hours away from me. My mom, she joined my grandfather's business after the divorce in Brazil. She would, um, he would take precious stones from the mine and she would take these stones and sell them in Asia and different parts of the world. And so she was gone a lot, but she always came back and she threw the most amazing birthday parties for me. So that's what the Lord just put in my heart because my birthday parties reunited my parents for every at every party. They would act like they were a married couple and they would, you know, there was joy in my family. We, I felt loved and celebrated and protected and so special. And that's what the Lord used. He said, that's how I want these kids who are staying at this homeless shelter to feel that I see them, that I celebrate them, that I have a plan for their lives, that, you know, for that to introduce them to me through a through celebrating their life. I am I created their life. I gave them all life and I celebrate them. Once that was dropped in my spirit, I could not stop thinking about it. And I think that that's what is so important is that when God asks us to do something that we you know, pray about it, that we take an, a step of faith and we see like if the Lord is, you know, um, going to open that door. Well, I immediately called the homeless shelter and I was like, can I throw birthday parties for your children, you know, for the children staying there on their birthday? And they were like, yeah, that would be amazing. So that was one step of faith. Right. And then um, as I'm talking about it, you know, the same couple that used to come that, that would come clean my house as I'm telling about, you know, telling him about it. Yeah, the husband was like, you need a logo. You need to make this a nonprofit. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That sounds too complicated to me. I just want to throw a birthday party, you know, for the kids staying at the shelter. He was like, Patricia, you're thinking too small. Because if you make this into a nonprofit, then other people can come beside you and around you. And you can celebrate so many more children. You can really, you know, touch these, you know, a lot of children's lives. And I was like, oh, that, that sounds too complicated. I have a full-time job. I have two kids. And he was like, uh, and you, you know, I'm going to make you a logo. And I'm like, okay. Well, next time I'm at church, the el- an elder of the church comes to me who I never met before. He was like, Patricia, I want to introduce myself because I've heard what you're wanting to start. And I wanted to tell you that I'm a CPA and I've already started three nonprofits. So if you would like, I can help you with all the paperwork. And I'm like, really? Okay, what do you need? And he was like, you just need to find three friends who wants to be on the board. And and then that's all I need. So I gave him three names and addresses. And I didn't hear back for a month. And then next thing I know, he comes with the paperwork and birthday blessing became a nonprofit. Like he paid for it. He did everything. So the Lord just handed me. And I was a 501c3. I had an IRS you know, a tax ID number, like the Lord took care of everything. He just needs our yes. We don't have to have everything figured out. If we just say yes to the Lord, he He will help us every step of the way. And he's showing himself just so uh, faithful during that time and, and uh, you know, throughout that this journey with him. Well, um, the, our very first birthday party was covered by the news and I was not expecting it because I, when I went to the homeless shelter to meet the first family, it was actually a family from West Palm Beach, Florida. They had moved to McKinney, Texas because she, the mom had seen just the crime was 
uh, in, you know, just out of control in West Palm Beach and she didn't want that for her children. So she packs her car, an old car. She drives to like any type of where she had some family. She's able to find a job, get an apartment and get settled there until the day that her car broke down and then she couldn't go to work. So she got fired. She lost her job. And then guess what? She can't pay rent. So she got evicted. And then she found herself with no place to go until somebody told her about the Samaritan Inn. So once she gets into the Samaritan Inn, she's praising God. She's thanking God that she has a place to go that has warm meals and a clean bed. So she was just like rejoicing that God opened that door for her. And what a like one thing, too, that I want to highlight during this podcast is our attitude is everything. When we go through trials and tribulations and hardships, the way we respond is is a game changer. It's a game changer. So, you know, she was praising God, worshiping God as she was laying in bed in a homeless shelter. So they connect her with me and I go over there to to meet the family. And I'm talking to Mason. I'm asking Mason was turning 10. Um, she had two boys that was turning eight, uh, no, 10 and two back to back. And in, in, um, this was in 2009 during the, the housing crash. And and I'm asking Mason, Nathan, you know, what do you want for your birthday? And he's telling me, what is your clothes size, your shoe size? And I was like, Mason, do you know who's going to be giving you this birthday party? And he's like, miss, miss. I'm like, not a miss. It's God, Mason. He loves you so much. He celebrates you. He wants you to have an amazing birthday party. And he was so excited that he was going to be at a Peter Piper pizza. It's like a cool place in town. So that day, there was a van of Channel 8 News parked. And I poked my head in there and I said, hey, what are you guys doing here? And they said, we're covering, um, a, we're doing a story covering how the faces of the Samaritan Inn are changing. People that never expected to be homeless now with this housing crisis don't have a, a way out and they're they're coming to the Samaritan Inn. And I said, well, I'm starting a new ministry called Birthday Blessing. And we're having our very first party this, you know, coming up Sunday, if you would like to cover. And you're like, we don't work on Sunday. And I'm like, okay, but maybe somebody else in the station works on Sunday. So I followed up with an email, no response. So when they showed up and they mic'd me up, I wasn't really prepared, but I was excited. And I, you know, I answered their question. And that night, what the, what the news showed me saying about, my vision to birthday blessing was something I had never dreamed of, never thought of. And I don't even remember saying it. What I said was my vision of birth for birthday blessing is to have a branch all over the world. So every child be celebrated. And I was like, what? I said that? I was like, wow, that's a big vision. And the Lord said, that's my vision. And three days later, I get uh, contacted by Good Morning America wanting to feature birthday blessing on Good Morning America. So after our very first birthday party, here I am on Good Morning America, virtually, um, Diane Sawyer, Robin Roberts, you know, saying my name, it was just really like surreal. So again, just like, I feel like God just needs our yes. And, and he can do the rest, really. Um, as I, as I accepted Christ, and I started running, you know, to the arms of Jesus. Um, 
I didn't want to just sell software anymore. I I wanted to evangelize. I wanted to share Jesus, you know? I was like, uh, this world is hurting and they need to hear Jesus. So I was not as passionate about software sales before. I used to be number one. I mean, I used to be the top salesperson. I was so ambitious. The trophy for the top salesperson was always on my desk. And I was the office nightmare. I mean, I drove everybody insane over there because I was so ambitious. But the Lord just like... Oh, you are one of those. <laughs> I was so one of those, John. Let me just tell you how bad I was that the HR manager and the technical support manager walked in my office one time and begged me to resign. Yes. They begged me to resign. Here, like, Patricia, you are causing everybody to come into our office and and cry and complain and, and and you're just the terror of the office and we already asked the president to fire you but because you bring in the money he won't fire you and i just you know and, and i was like laughing because i didn't care i'm like i don't care i was terrible <laughs> so i just met you but my gosh i i can't see that um so god must have done an amazing change in you let me unpack a few things because like regular listeners who who have gotten to know me probably realize i have a very interesting brain and interesting is a broad term it could be positive or negative <laughs> but um i do think a lot and like man um there were so many things that you said one would the one of the things that um really stood out to me was how entrepreneurs have to see. Um, one of the giftings of an entrepreneur is being able to see something that other people don't. And it, it, they get so motivated, something in them that they have to do something about it. They actually have to create something. And that's what you did. That was an entre, even though it's a nonprofit, that was an entrepreneurial thing that you did. You created something out of nothing because you saw something. And what's interesting is, um, you know, there's a lot of movies about entrepreneurs and all this stuff, and and they over glorify entrepreneurs, um, thinking like they know the answers to everything and and all that. But really, entrepreneurs, you need other people, and even to the point where you saw something, you were ready to move, but. You know, your your um, house cleaner had to say, no, no, you're thinking too small. There, and the more that you step out, the more God shows you and it expands. But you have to move. You have to you have to keep going. You know, what did um, um, God say? He says, faith without works is dead. I think that was Paul, actually. Um, it said, faith without works is dead. Like your faith doesn't even work unless you do something about it. It needs to be expressed. If it's just in your mind and you're not like manifesting something in the world, then it's dead. But God wants you to have faith that is alive. And so what's also interesting is that is that you said attitude. Attitude is so, so important. One of the most important things, and I think we're realizing that in the pandemic and post-pandemic, how important attitude is. Because if you don't have the right attitude, you're going to look at the wrong things and you're going to get depressed. Like you need to be intentional about what you're looking at. 
Um, you know, we were talking before the call and we were talking about rejection. And I was sharing how God was having a conversation with me about, and he was showing me something about rejection. And he said, he, he told me that the only way rejection affects me or affects us is when we agree with it. Because you're going to get rejected in this world. That there, there, there's some really mean people in this world, some hurting people in this world, but it, it won't affect you unless you agree with it. And so that's why it's, it's really important for you to keep the right attitude. God is trying to show you something. He's trying to show you that you are valuable. He's trying to show you that he wants to use you. And you have to agree with that and then move with that. And then he's going to show you more. So I did, I, those are just a few things that was, was, were going through my head. And, and that's exactly what you, your process. That's, that's what was happening in you. You, you, you. you got saved. God showed you things. You stepped out. God used other people to show you more. And you stepped out again. And because of all these things, even the news, you know, God will do that. God will validate you. God will validate your work. God will validate what you're doing in faith. It's a journey. It is a journey. And I think that the Lord just really sent the news there and then Good Morning America just to show me the potential of this ministry to really show me where he wanted to take it. Because I wasn't ready to go global, but it was for me. Like all of that was for him to show me this is what I want. But it doesn't mean it's for tomorrow. You know, it. It's it's going to take a little. It's going to be some years down the road, but we have to be really in sync with him. We have to really be spirit move, you know, and spirit led because um, something God said, I need you to do now, like call the homeless shelter now, start taking steps of faith. But then here's the long term vision. But there's still going to be a journey in the process. You know, I I was like kind of beating myself up after that that day with good morning america because like a hundred people contacted me 25 people in 25 different states wanting to start birthday blessing in different states and then people wanting to partner and help and i was so overwhelmed and i didn't know what to do so you skipped a whole bunch of stuff there like good Miriam, good morning america had you on their show yes good morning america had uh you know three days after being on channel 8 news you know they contacted me wanting to feature yeah, birthday blessing. And so I, it just blew my mind, you know, that the Lord was able to, after one birthday party, put me on Good Morning America. And, and then I was like contacting. So then I reached out to lawyers and I was trying to figure out how do I multiply? How, you know, how do I grow this ministry? And they were talking about franchising and it was going to cost $50,000 a franchise and this. And, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, uh, I don't, I, I just want to throw birthday parties for homeless children. That's all I want to do. But God is now giving me this big vision. And I, and I felt so overwhelmed. But the thing is, is that that vision was going to be explained later. You know, he was going to download later that it was going to be through the church. And so, so his idea at years later, he just explained to me that it's going to be through the church that now I, now this is happening, that the church will adopt birthday blessing as an outreach ministry. And then, uh, you know, the people within the church, you know, will do the parties uh, and then be a loving arm to a community that's hurting. 
to love on them and bring them into the church. So birthday blessing is outreach done well. And it doesn't have to be this complicated thing that, you know, my mind was trying to make because God's way is higher than our ways. His thoughts are so much greater than our way in our thoughts. So, you know, when we tap into God, what is this? You know, when I exhausted what I was thinking and I went to him just completely depleted, I'm like, what is this going to look like? What are you talking about? And he was like, through the church. And I'm like, oh, that is so simple and powerful. And that is your plan. Everything through the church. Like, that makes sense. So um, it, during this journey, I have just learned so much to work with him. How this is, you know, like, I, I, it, he doesn't want us to just grab an idea and run with it. He wants to be with us every step of the, you know, the way. Like, turn right, turn left, take a step back. Sometimes when we don't want to take a step back. Like, when the Lord told me, shut everything down. Like, you know, so I started birthday blessing in 2009. In 2015, he's like, shut it all down. And I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, we're going to the next level. And I'm like, okay. Uh, birthday blessing had six different chapters at that time. And uh, it was really, really hard for me to like, but he was doing it because he knew I couldn't uh, do it on my own. So he started shutting things down. And it was the hardest thing just seeing these chapters close. But that's because at that time I was doing things with without the church. Like I was doing it with the help of the church, like with people from different churches supporting, but it was not the vision that he had then explained to me. So he had to shut everything down so that we could be so I could be birthday blessing could go to the next level. And uh, and sometimes like I really struggle with that because all this hard work now it's it seemed dead. It seemed over and it took a little while. So a pastor just really helped me as I was processing that, you know, a bow and arrow, you know, for when you're about to shoot a bow and arrow, like you have to pull the arrow back. The tension. Uh, the, yes. And the more tension there is, the further and more, yes. more power you can go. So I was in that tension where God is like really pulling me back. And I was going clicking and screaming because I'm like, I want to go. And he was like, no, you don't understand. They're before you before you continue, I want to tell the listeners, some of you are feel like you're taking steps back. And really what's happening is God is pulling you back, building that tension so he could let you go. Um, you know, the Bible says uh, our ladder shall be greater. And I just want to speak that into your life. Your life isn't over. You're being pulled back. God has a future for you. And one of these days he's going to let you go and you're going to go further than you could ever imagine. Amen. Wow. That's exactly, that's exactly it. Hey, I hope you liked the show. If you got something from it and want to bless me back, leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and also subscribe to my channel. If you want to connect with me on social media, my Instagram is at kingdom.moves. I pray that God gives you hope and that you step into everything he's got planned for you. Peace. Oh.